All right, welcome back today, guys. Today's September 4th. Remember, this is a long weekend coming up, so I won't be back on here until Tuesday. You guys kind of need to make sure you get yourself caught up. Today, That we are, uh, what we're gonna be working with is our mixed economy. So this is for the economics classes, and mixed economies is exactly what it sounds like. It is a combination of our centrally uh, controlled economies and our free markets where there is no anything about that. Um, most economies are today are actually a blend. It's very rare that somebody is fully central or somebody is fully uh, free. Even here in the United States, it is still a blend. And basically a big reason as to why is that these early idea free market thinkers, it's a great idea in theory, but in practice what it ends up hurting is all of this stuff. And having your hands off of government you know, can lead to a lot of innocent people that have nothing to do with anything losing their job and actually depletes your economy in general. For instance, back in 2008, the auto industry essentially collapsed. And if our government wouldn't have given money to a lot of American car companies, those car companies would have not existed. One of those companies being Jeep. And since we live in Toledo, Jeep losing its place is a big deal. Jeep losing its place would cost, you know, everybody who is listening from the Toledo area probably knows somebody who works for that company and that would have cost them their job. So we had to find a way to kind of mix government owned things in comparison to free owned. Now in the United States, we stayed in this idea that we would like our government not that involved within the economics of our country, but it became a balancing act as we went through. So what this becomes known as is the circular flow of a mixed economy. So it works out really simple. The government actions that come in into these things, they the government actually sends out expenses to both businesses and to households. Whether it's through tax return, whether it's through what you know, no matter what it's through. You know, they send all of their money that they receive back out to its people in some way shape or form. Uh, certain things that the government buys, for instance, are they buy products for our military from American businesses most of the time. They buy products for other aspects of things, usually through American businesses, so that they can make more money. And as they continue to do this with the making of the more money and everything of that nature, what it really impacts is where the money goes to. So we talked about the circular flow of, of an economy in general, where the firm gives this to the household and the household gives back to the firm. Well, that's all gonna continue, but with the government in the middle, there also is going to be taxes going into the government that then filter back out to the others. The government then, and then like just certain ways in which the government gives back to the households are as follows. So in the United States, we have social security benefits, meaning if you lose, uh, not, that's not losing your jobs, that's when you get old enough to retire, you can get a check from our government. We have Medicare benefits in here. So if you don't make enough money to afford your own health insurance, you know, we have Medicaid and Medicare to help you with that. We have unemployment insurance, and you've seen that huge here recently with the coronavirus, that these this unemployment insurance, what it does is it sets itself up to make it or to make it in case anything were to go on or to go wrong. Uh, there are people who during coronavirus made more money than they did at their regular job because of the extra $600 boost 
that went along with the coronavirus. So these are just like little things to think about. There's food stamps, there's veteran benefits, there's all those things that our government, you know, throws back to us to give us something to work with. All right, so mixed economies today. So there is mixed economies everywhere for the most part. There's very few that are the other, that are simply just one or the other. Uh, North Korea is the big extreme, and their mixed economy is more centrally planned than another than most. And Hong Kong is the example in the other way, where they have a much more free market. That you know they try to keep their government as far out of things as possible. The United States, which is going to be our biggest focus on this, obviously in this class, living in America, the United States foundation is in a free market and a free enterprise system, but that has changed uh, to this point. Our government actually plays a huge role in all of our economy and all of our businesses and all of our general welfare as it is in the country. We are more free than other places, but we still have a lot of centrally planned uh, ideas that go in there. And when we, when we come to that, the reason why is that basically we need to restrict certain things. So again, let's look at the coronavirus right now. If we didn't have certain restrictions on our out our economy, a business could come out and say, look, I have a coronavirus cure. And they could send it to everybody without it having to go through any type of testing. And it literally could be a sugar pill, but people would think it's a cure for the coronavirus. And with that cure, they're just good and set to go. Um, so that's why, you know, we're not as free as it would appear to be uh, within our economy. Now, Countries with a good solid mix, that's like Mexico, where their, their government owns some of their bigger industries, but the smaller stuff is still up left to the individual and not really reliant upon anybody else. So this strategy of mixing our economy, no matter which way it goes, is actually a positive strategy, not only for us here in the United States, but pretty much throughout uh, society and the world, because without our government's help, Think about if you didn't have unemployment insurance uh, that is paid for by the government when everything just happened. How many of us would have been impacted in an extremely negative way by that? What would have really happened into our streets or anything like that? You know, it's one of those things that we have to really think about as we go forward. This idea of a mixed economy, some people don't like it. But our mixed economy has been happening for, you know, since the 1940s, and it took a big head in 2008 when George W. Bush started to bail out companies. But if he wouldn't have bailed out those companies, where would our economy have gone? It would have completely collapsed. And when it completely collapses, it leads to a huge, huge problem for all of us, not just the rich and the famous, or not just the poor and the broke. Everybody in the middle class is the one that truly feels what is happening with the economy. Yeah, a rich person may lose a million dollars, but if you're super rich, that means nothing to you. But a regular middle class person might get turned down for a loan because of where the economy is at and banks not willing to take that risk. We'll talk more about this as we go on. Next week, we're gonna be looking at kind of what are the benefits of free enterprise. And we're gonna be digging deeper into this as we keep moving forward. And what, what do we do in our country to support economic growth? How do we make sure we're doing better? Have a nice long Labor Day weekend. Until next time, I will talk to you later.